Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm your host, Tamara McDaniel. Please feel free to join us at the store. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can phone in at 356-9397, or even text any questions or comments to us at 351-5357. We have our plant experts uh, this morning, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Mary, and good morning, John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. And good morning, Steve Brown. Hi, Tamara. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Good. Kind of a muggy day today, though. Kind of one, but a little. I, really, I think... really beautiful right now. Yeah, right this second. Oh, it's been an right. early, a beautiful early morning to be in the garden. Yes, it would. Mm-hmm. I agree. And this evening as well. We had a lot of walkers out this morning. I live in a neighborhood where there's a lot of walking going, a lot of walking going on. Yeah. A lot of walkers out this morning. It was really neat to see. Just well, and so many beautiful yards and gardens to check well, out as you walk. There's there's a bunch of that going on, but it's just nice to see people out and about <laughs> just trying to beat the heat. Well, good point. <laughs> a few neighbors working in their gardens already. Yeah. But but let's be serious. Okay. If you weren't here today. I'd be in my garden. You'd be in your garden. <laughs> you would just maybe slow the pace a little bit. Yeah. You might take a few more breaks. Mm-hmm. You might yeah. maybe avoid the hottest part of the day, maybe. Oh, like you're going to well, do, no, right? Maybe. Yeah. No, that's when you sit under the tree for a little bit with your glass of water, and then you go back to it. Really? I thought that's, that's when you go in, you have lunch, you have a little siesta in the air conditioning, and then you go back out. Uh, oh, I like yeah. it. She, I like the way she thinks. Yeah. After yes. you shower, yes. No, you play in the sprinkler, silly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tell you what, we have so many perennials and an incredible selection on sale as well. Yep. So if you go to the Master Gardener Idea Garden Walk today, which is going on today from 9 to 4, and we do have a few tickets left. I think we've got about 33 tickets still available for sale. We sold out yesterday again, and they graciously got some more out here late yesterday afternoon around 5 o'clock or 4.30 or so. And That's great. And we sold quite a few last night. So we've got about 33 left to go. Uh, and if for some reason you don't get here to get a ticket, you can start out by going to the uh, Idea Garden on South Lincoln Avenue. Uh, it'd be be the easiest yeah. place to get, you know, as a starting point. Ticket, it's a yeah. good start point. Uh, yeah. yeah, great great garden just to enjoy, period. Fabulous garden. Absolutely. And you can go, go across the street to the poisonous um, garden at the uh, Is it just clinic. across the street? Well, not exactly across well, the street. Okay. But Ca- like across yeah. the street. It's <laughs> yeah. kind like of diagonally across yeah. the street. But it's pretty interesting, too. Yeah, the poisonous garden. Yeah. I am interested in seeing. Just, you know. Yeah. Well, you like Halloween, so I could kind of see how you do it. <laughs> 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 I also like to know what to stay away from. Like, uh, oh, is that Mom, poisonous? why do we have to stay out of that, la- that new lady's yard? <laughs> 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 well, she she's, tried to replicate the poisonous plant garden. She's that little. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's one of those kinds of people. But anyway, back to the perennials that are going on. <clears throat> Marianne has an incredible selection of Coreopsis, perennial Coreopsis. 40% off. Oh, there's and a nice color what, right maybe now. Maybe 12, <laughs> 12 to 15 varieties out there. Easily. Easily. Uh, so it's so great because it's such a long bloomer. Yeah, it is. It is. Everybody time. wants that perennial that blooms all summer. Well, that's not exactly uh, existing yet, but this is pretty close. Really? Yeah, yeah Coriopsis blooms a long cool. time. You can see on the, the plants in front of us, there's so many buds coming to yes. come open yet. Super tiny ones. And then there. there'll be little side buds shooting up like on this this guy here. Uh, down down the, oh, the yes uh, I see that the one. petiole the, at the leaf nodes there'll be 
new flower buds. And, you know, so when the main one's done, the next one comes on and it kind of extends the flowering time. So you can leave it out there just as is. If you were inclined to deadhead or cut them back after they're done with their big flush, they'd probably flush again if you were watering them mm -hmm. uh, through the summer and get it, get it all over again. But we've got a great selection of Coreopsis at 40% off. Yep. Uh, a huge group of hostas at 30% off. And I'm eyeballing Captain Kirk over there. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. It's really That's nice. That's the one right behind John Ooh. with the That's yellow the name and green. Of it? Captain. Yeah, Captain Kirk. That's wonderful. I haven't seen Scotty over there yet. <laughs> it looks like it <laughs> should be on Star Trek. Zulu, but, but Captain Kirk's over there. And then one of my all-time favorites, guacamole. Um, just love the texture and the color of that. Yeah, that green on green. And it's a fragrant cool. flower. It's one I, we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, the, the fragrant hosta. Um, the ones that tolerate a little more sun are from um, the planogenia species of, of the genus hosta. And this is from... Uh, you can that, close your mouth now. From that. You can close your mouth now, camera. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's genetics come from uh, pl uh, planogenia. So you can see the big flower buds coming open and... Uh, and they're fragrant, and it tolerates a little more sun. Not full sun. Now, hostages just don't do that. But yeah, and there'll be an occasional bee that would say, hey, thank you for the oh, flower. Oh, yeah. And hummingbirds, it's surprising. Hummingbirds yeah. love those. I guess I didn't realize that hostas mm. flowered. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Some do. or yeah. All do. Well, all do. And, and they're, are they're the kind of a neat thing, thing, especially the really fragrant ones, to go ahead and cut and bring inside the house and put in a vase. It is fun. Absolutely. Neat. Yeah, just a great fragrance in there. Yeah. And, and then... Um, I've seen some talented florists take the foliage and take the large leaves and oh, mix yeah. it in with uh, flowers if you're bringing in cuts. And, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And speaking of talented, and you, you know, know what's that cool? Cover? That's one that you can, you know, you have the glass vase. You can actually wrap it inside. That's exactly what I was cool. thinking. Yeah. That's a really neat look. Yeah, with the big think yeah. about Captain Kirk leaf. being inside that in a glass <laughs> vase. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? He'd bust out. He'd find a way to get <laughs> through <laughs> that. Beat me up, Scotty. Yeah, that's right. And then a couple other things that are on special. We have uh, four different Asclepias on special. We've got uh, Blonde Bombshell here in honor of Marianne Metz. Oh, please. In a one-gallon <laughs> pot. And Tuberosa in a one-gallon pot on sale for nine ninety-seven. So if anybody's wow. wondering about Asclepias, that's butterfly weed. Okay. We have it. Everybody wants it. We've got it. And we've got another heuchera that we're all kind of in love with called Fire oh. Alarm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, John, get that one. And that's on sale for 997 as well. Yes. Look at that. Yes. Look at that. that. Isn't that? My eyes went straight to it. So, Gorgeous. Uh, I, mean, I mean, heuchera available in so many different colors. How would you describe this one? <sighs> Man. Which part uh, of it? Huh? <laughs> yeah, seriously, it, it's a it's one of those uh, reddish toned ones, but it's kind of a brick red, kind of a subtle brick red, mm -hmm. with modeling yeah. of not bronze. quite oxblood-ish, but not quite. More but it's red. there. But man, when it's out in the sunlight, it yeah. glows. Yeah, I'm sure throughout the and day the, when the sun angle is different. Oh it my would... gosh, yeah. Hence the name fire alarm. Oh, okay. it's just. just a really beautiful eucalyptus. Yeah, even all those veiny, the fluorescent lights this is one through the, yeah. the leaves that Absolutely. I'm excited about, let me tell you. Because, some, you know, how it is, they kind of all, oh, that one's got a little bit different purple, yeah. green, or like veiny. A, but it, yeah. It's kind of like ho-hum, but it's that one. one jumps out. Yeah, totally. Well, that would be great 
if you if you have a container of annuals and it's not quite filled in or you got something that junked out on you and you want to put something in there this would be also awesome to fill in that container as well as going in the ground oh for sure and back to the butterfly weed yeah we talked about the two that are in gallons but i think there's two other varieties in quartz yes yes uh is one and incarnata is the other and they're on sale for 597 so again, four different Asclepias on sale, That's some in gallons, four some different, in quartz. Four different colors of flowers in, in Asclepias. So the orange one, the yellow one, the pink one, and the white one. Yeah. We got them. Yeah. The other one, the swamp. Is yeah, like swamp. The swamp milkweed. milkweed yeah. And my orange ones overwintered pretty well. Awesome. Did they? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then Mr. Weisenheimer here has some Coreops, <laughs> or some Echinacea. Echinacea. Some cone flowers on sale, oh too. Gosh. A nice big group of those. Isn't that gorgeous? Look at that. Again, I think yes. 12 with to 15 the, varieties. The green. This, sorry. The everybody, everybody look at this. Can you see this? Right. <laughs> it's, it, the, the variety name is Kismet Yellow, but, but look at the, the petals on this. And, you know, coneflowers just have this, this big center that I've seen those used as all by themselves, p- p- pulling the petals off. These used in flower arrangements. And that's beautiful. But. This, this added golden yellow glow and kind of a greenish tone cone. It. Yes. Really gorgeous. I yeah. agree. Oh, and then there's the orange one. Ugh. Cheyenne. Cheyenne spirit. Oh. Man, look at that. Nope. I know. That's just too much. 30% off. Well, yeah. and I think I'm glad you have them in quarts because I would want to get like a quart of each color. Well, they're, they're in gallons, but. Those are gallons, but the, we have. Oh, those are all gallons. We, yeah, we have two you of the. You cook a lot, don't you? I can see. Two of the Asclepius uh, in, no. uh, <laughs> in quarts. In quarts. But anyway, great selection of perennials. Uh, Marianne is oh noting gosh. probably our best selection of the season. And again, some of the hottest groups right now, hostas, echinacea, coreopsis, butterfly weed, one of the best euchres we've all seen now, that's all out, on sale. That's outside in our perennials. And then. Then. Dun, oh, my dun, dun, dun. oh, my goodness. My most exciting thing that I'm happy about is 25% off. Hanging baskets. And combo planters. And the combination planters. Yes. And we've got some beautiful ones right now. Yes, you do. I was eyeballing one yesterday. I'm thinking, gosh, I so need that. And I love the ones with the... Yeah, I know. Need. I so want that. (laughs) I love the red, white, and blue combo planters. Those are really cool. Those are really cool. Yes. (laughs) There's so many sizes and shapes. You know, you can have one for your little dining table and side table. And put it on the porch and on the deck. Yeah, there's Fish some that are normally well under 20 bucks and 25% off, and then there's some big boys that are yeah. 50 bucks or more, and then they're 25% off. Uh, just an incredible selection. And that's hanging baskets and upright combo pots. So great selection of those for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. I, uh, yeah, maybe I'll change the plans here. Maybe we've got, <laughs> maybe we, maybe we got to alter the priorities here this weekend. <laughs> of what you're going to buy and plant. And yeah. Plant. Well, before we leave the red, white, and blue theme, uh, I also want to mention that you have a really nice selection of paper plates. We do. Uh, paper platters uh, that all have the, uh, the flag or the, the Stars and Stripes theme. Yeah. Say. So we've got a great selection of plates, napkins, whether the smaller beverage size napkins or, or luncheon napkins or a couple different sizes of plates for 97 cents. And then we've got the incredible oval platters. 
Uh, we've we've had those. Some people have seen us have carry those for Christmas and fall and some other seasons. Yeah, we I, had some last year for red, white, and blue. Well, we've got them back again for red, white, and blue. Those and are awesome. That holds your yeah. holds your that holds that's, everything. That's, well, it holds your bratwurst and everything. I was gonna else. say that's a, that's totally a barbecue yeah. kind of paper yeah, plate. Yeah, your yes. your brat cannot roll off that plate. That's it's right. nice indeed. And, those are and those are a buck well, ninety-seven for that big pack. It'll also hold like a burger and a dog and a pork chop and this pack is a dollar ninety-seven. You know that's the kind of that's when I that's the, play, the the price point that I go in and buy several of them and just stick them in the closet yes. so that I've got them all the time. It's like I have a lifetime supply of paper. And then these uh, large serving tray. That's this, really cool. It's a heavy, heavy, heavy plastic guy. Buck ninety seven on that too. Dollar ninety seven. Yeah. yeah. So some good deals on red and white blue, and there's some neat uh, pieces from the design center up there, and swags and some wreaths and a deco mesh wreath. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah. Uh, you even some have some uh, little planters, just if you wanted to put like uh, something, like one of your planters inside this planter mm -hmm. to give it the red, white, and blue theme. Yes. Yeah, some of those available. I thought that was neat. Really cool stuff. Yes. Yeah. And then tomorrow's Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just throw that in real quick. Happy so. Father's Day, everybody. <clears throat> Happy Falco Father's pruners, Day. in case anybody's listening. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, Falco pruners, in case anybody's listening. <laughs> Falco nice. pruners. Pruners, yes. What a great Dad's Day gift, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Any kind of tool. <laughs> oh, that's I would true. like a gift card, please. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can get it. what I want. Uh, All right. Gift cards available here at Prairie yeah. Gardens. Well, I mean, it, seriously, if you were looking for a gift from Prairie Gardens for Father's Day, well, obviously the gift card's a tremendous idea. Uh -huh. uh, but something in custom framing or a gift card to be applied oh, towards awesome. custom framing. That'd be awesome. Maybe some family memento photo sure. of you and your dad kind of thing together, yeah, or absolutely. a family together to yeah. give as a gift. and. Uh, we could put something together for you today still. So that'd be kind of cool. Yes, wow. it would. That's amazing. Uh, of course, in the garden center, got a couple things out there that we just mentioned in the perennial area. Yeah. The t in the tools. I mean, you could go up and down. How about one of those stainless spades or forks that'd for nineteen ninety seven with a hardwood handle? Yeah. Ooh, those are nice. gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a great Father's Day gift for only 20 bucks. It's a, like a $49 spade or shovel that she got on special, and we're passing it along. So that it's pretty cool. That's like a lifetime tool. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so on. what you're saying you is you could, could give it to on. your father, and then you could expect and hope to get it back, oh, is what so you're, you're saying. Yeah, Mr. you could write on the handle, Happy Father's Day 20, 2018. Yeah. From John. From John. <laughs> so your siblings yeah. can't take it down the road, huh? <laughs> I have a yeah. rolling pin like that that my grandfather gave my mother. So. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> I think that's a great idea, a too, do, because I really appreciate that. Who'd she hit with that? <laughs> All of us. Ah. <laughs> give her time. You know what you forgot to talk about? What? Roses. Oh, yeah. 25% off. All of our roses, except drifts. No, except and knockouts. knockouts. Oh, drifts are? And drifts knockouts. are. Okay. Drifts are fair game. Knockouts are not on sale, but all of our other roses, 25% off. Shrub roses? Yeah. Excellent. And there's still a pretty darn nice selection. Yeah, there really there. is. There's a great it's selection. amazing. Some beautiful roses out there. Gorgeous, healthy plants. Yeah. So... Right now is the time to do it. I mean, get stocked up on stuff. It's just there's some good, great sales in the in the plant department. Well, and, and if it's too hot for you to do any massive big projects today or tomorrow, I mean, again, encourage you to do it early in the morning or in the evening sure. when it's more comfortable. But Absolutely. Uh, what a great time just to come out here and select the items, yeah. water them when you get them home, park them off to the side. Then sometime yep. over this week, it's going to cool down and yep. get out there and do it then. Yeah. Yep. I have my holding zone under the tree. 
Nice. Oh, it's great to have a place like that. Yeah. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> it's unfortunate, actually. <laughs> My mind gets a little clustered sometimes with well, way too many it's, plants. It's congested, but I yeah. had to. <laughs> way too many plants. <laughs> I have to work on it a little bit at a time. So you put it someplace some. you can see it? <laughs> well, yeah. I put mine right around the corner, so I don't know. It's That's like, so oh. fun. I have to put mine in plain sight in so that I don't forget yeah, about them. Exactly. Oh. I Yeah, I forget. Yeah. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens, 356. Six nine three nine seven. So, what would you say was the most asked question this past week here at the garden center? John, why are you so wet? Yeah, pretty. Yeah. Sorry, John. <laughs> Customers' <laughs> comments. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Honey, you better go get some water. <laughs> that was more of a statement. Yeah. <laughs> what was yours, John? So, so. There wasn't a whole lot of questions other than, uh, you know, pretty much the normal stuff this week. Not as much like we had last week. With it, the it's still the environmental damage. E exactly. Yeah. It's it's you're still seeing heat stress from plants, and it's it's really, uh, you know, discouraging to people. But but uh, it is. You know, it's the way it is. And uh, then also, we had a few comments about Japanese beetles starting to come out. Arg. Oh, of course. It's Father's, it's, it's Father's Day weekend, of course. That's when they come out. Which yeah. reminds me, I was going to go grab some of those cannas, those bronze cannas, and bring them in. <laughs> and I'm only thinking of Japanese beetles because sometimes they'll, they'll hit the flowers on those. They love cannas. Yes, they but, do. Love them. But if you haven't had Japanese beetles, or, you know, because a lot of people haven't had much of an issue the last few years. That's true. You know, yeah. It's very pocket. So. Yeah. That's Knock on wood when you say that, please. Seriously. Here, here. Right there. Uh, a little a little fungusy <laughs> thing. Yes, a little bit little of fungus is going some, beginning. Some yeah. uh, on, on people's roses, they have, uh, uh, especially if you're watering at night and it doesn't get to dry during the day, that's a bad thing. So we yeah. encourage you to water anything, if at all, first thing in the morning. Let it dry off through yep. the day, yep. if at all possible, so the foliage is dry going into the evening. Yep. But if your schedule doesn't allow for that. Water anyway. <laughs> you water when you can. Yeah, you water exactly when you can. Right. Okay. Exactly. And then there's, you know, some great products that we can uh, do some uh, avoiding of that problem with or help at least combat it. Right. Keep nope. that water on the ground yep. and off the foliage. When the yep. plants are stressed, that is... That's when you should not fertilize, correct? Pretty much. I, it, it, it depends on on the, the situation. The, but feeding and fertilizing, pretty much the same thing. But sure. Do you? But like you can feed it lightly or you can feed it heavily. You know what I always say? What? Compost, compost, compost. Oh, if you, okay. If, if you think you need to, to feed something, if you think it's in stress. Just use some compost, top dress with um, compost of cow manure, mushroom compost, your own garden compost, you know, oh, whatever okay. you have. And uh, top dress around a plant that you think is stressed. And, and mulch well, because that really is a, a great thing to use in our environment, is mulch. It keeps the soil moisture and temperature a little more moderate um, so the plant doesn't freak out from... <laughs> From the heat or the drought, so right. We're not exactly in drought yet, but, but then when you mulch, are you supposed uh, yeah. to keep it back a little bit away from the base of the plant? Yes. Okay. Good. Good point. By about half an inch, inch ish. Just let it breathe. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Just yeah, don't, just don't, don't have, so it's not piled up at the base. Right. Don't, don't put it against out. the 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 plant stems itself. Okay. 
But back to your, you know, don't, don't feed when it's stressed kind of thing. Say it's a container that you have of, of annuals. Uh, if it's if it's a little bit on the dry side or droopy side and you wanted to feed, I would go ahead and water it first. Yes. Give it an hour or two to hydrate and recover or whatever it needs. And then if I still wanted to feed, I'd come back and feed at that point in time. Okay. So if it was a Merca-Grow type product, a water-soluble food, mm-hmm. you could do it after that. But if it was bone dry and wilting, I wouldn't feed it on that. Exactly. And I, I would water first. Annuals yep. are different than perennials and trees and shrubs. So that would be exactly what I would do with annuals. And, and that's a, a good point because a lot of annuals were really stressed out from the extended heat we had uh, the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I w- was talking with a customer yesterday. He had the same experience that I did. I, I planted salvia, the annual salvia, in two different locations, um, both in full sun, um, on two different occasions, like a couple weeks apart and the first ones I planted which was at the beginning of the heat are just sitting there doing nothing oh and the other ones that were planted um, two weeks later are thriving and, and growing and and, th- and putting out flower buds but with huh. it cooling down a little bit um, that's when I am expecting them to start growing again but they just they just stressed them out badly but water yes. water water okay water yep. compost well, annuals, I, I, I think like Steve said, with annuals, you, you, you could use a prepared fertilizer, but you want to water first so that they're not... Okay, salvia is an, an annual. Well, there, it's both. It? It's okay. both. We, we, we certainly have salvia, uh, perennial salvia. Some really beautiful ones right now. Y'all go look. But the annual salvia, um, there's plenty of those, and those are routinely used around here as bedding plants. They're just really pretty. And the hummingbirds love them. I always see red salvia, uh-huh. which is beautiful. Uh-huh. And yeah, wonderful at, at budding throughout the summer. Uh-huh. I will say that. What other shades do they come in, though? There's, other there's colors also or? blue where it's kind of lavender, purple, blue, uh, really? and white. And then a deep purple. There's, yeah. Oh, black and blue? Black and blue. Yeah, there's, there's been there's a number of great salvias developed the last few years. Yes, there have been. Huh. Just really Sally Ocean Blue or something like that, too. That, but black that, and blue is one of my favorites from oh, a textural yeah. standpoint oh, with the yeah. foliage yeah. and the flower. Yeah. And the flower is yeah. more open and yep. just a real deep, almost an indigo. Yeah. Yeah, blue. almost a true blue. Oh, now I want, I want, I need, I okay, need. Okay, sorry, we don't have any, but <laughs> that's one that sells out really fast. I'll bet it is. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Garden. Actually, I think John just got more in this morning. I was did say, you really, John? I think John just had to I deal with the truck did. this morning. Yeah. Yeah, more fresh annuals. Okay, so I got to go out and shop again. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, there's some great yellow cannas too. Oh dear. On that load. Oh, yeah. Great. <laughs> some of them have the dark foliage, which I love. Oh, nice. The kind of burgundy-ish foliage. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, there's a uh, canna out there with the really dark bronze, burgundy foliage, like John's talking about, that has a flower color, that's almost the same as that echinacea, or almost the same as the fire alarm. Uh, foliage color on that hickory. A really strong orangey red. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. They, cool. they make such a statement. I just, I just they love do. it. Well, I mean, Absolutely I keep thinking of what Marianne always talks about, bringing that tropical element into your garden. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly what that does. That's exactly right. It, yeah. it reminds me a lot of the elephant ears, the colocasies and alocasias and bananas and things. But it's the same group of, of leaf shape that you just don't find in our perennials. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That guacamole is pretty close, but not quite. <laughs> so it's a great way to bring that different look into your yard. And then the foliage color. Wow. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Love it. To say nothing of the flower color, it's just incredible. Say nothing. Say <laughs> Fabulous stuff. Now, going back to the Coreopsis, I'm curious, is it like a full sun or can you do partial shade? I would prefer full sun. Okay. I would prefer a minimum of four or five hours and the more the merrier. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I've I've had it in in about four to five hours and it did pretty well, but yeah, it likes at least six. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. All right. 356-9397, Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. So you're kind of shopping around. This is this. These are all of the plants that you're going to put into your yard? No, no, no. These are samples I just up. brought up here. Okay. Although, again, I'm kind of thinking, well, you know, it'd sure be easy to grab those Asclepias and those coneflowers and <laughs> everything that's there. So yeah. you've got a lot of sun? Yeah. In your yard. Yeah, you have, do you not, have any shade? Yeah. Okay. Just check it. A little bit. Okay. A little bit. But you could, uh, again, like you said, on the guacamole, I could set it so it got good morning sun, maybe got a break in the afternoon. Exactly. And it'd be a happy camper. Absolutely it would. And I think Captain Kirk would probably be a similar. It would probably tolerate that too. Absolutely. And and part of it would be, you know, the soil quality, Mm -hmm. how well I would keep it moist and and, and that kind of thing too. Yeah. Yeah. You will certainly compost in. Absolutely. Like it's not in already? But yeah, really. Like, like I heard from somebody recently, compost, compost, compost. Huh. <laughs> hey, uh, vegetable report, your tomatoes are looking pretty good, guys. So Thank you. I'm, you know, you know, there's some small fruit developing, certainly. But, Yay. Uh, so I don't know if we'll make 4th of July, but it's going to be close. Somebody nice. told me they already had ripe tomatoes from an early girl, I believe it was. Wow. And that, that's crazy. I'm Great loving name. it. Yeah. But yep. these warm evenings we've had, you know, these tomato yeah. plants, well, it's like you can see the corn growing out there yeah. well, at night, yeah. big time. So that's been one advantage, you know, if it's if you're not comfortable at night because it's only got down to as low as, what, 72 or yeah. 75 or whatever, at least you know your tomatoes are growing. Yep, for sure. All yeah, right. that's cool. Takes all us. And speaking of, we do have some uh, on sale. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have Good. the, the four-pack veggies and herbs. 97 cents. Oh. You know. Four pack for 97 cents. Yeah. yeah. So Do the math. Yeah. So <laughs> whether you're going to go in the regular garden or whether you're going to do a small container garden just as a catch up and plant a few things just so you can harvest a little bit. Uh-huh. Exactly. A great way to do it. Yeah. Plus, you can I would, plant a lot of peppers for that price. Well, I would do the peppers in a flowering combination uh, just for the exactly. textural difference. Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Because, you know, we talk about having different shapes. Uh, yep. And something unexpected on that plant. Yep. It, it's nothing more Absolutely. cool to walk up something flowering arrangement and have this What's big orange that? pepper or this red pepper in yeah. there. Yeah, it is cool. Yes. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go ahead and take some phone calls. Uh, Jim in St. Joe is calling in. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. You just mentioned elephant ears, and I planted one this year in a urn on my deck. And, of course, the instructions were to bring it in or to uh, take it out uh, during the winter. And I was just wondering, can I plant that in a vase and take it in, bring it in the house in the winter time, and uh, just move it back and forth from winter to summer, inside, outside? Well, you can take it in in the wintertime. I don't know that I'd plant it necessarily. Um, you, you, I don't know how well of a houseplant it would make. 
I, I don't think not at all would it no they they typically don't don't like to winter over indoors they they tend to want to go a little bit more dormant so let the let the plant go down and uh, clean it off get the soil off of it and store it in a dry cool place mm-hmm. dark I us- yeah i usually use like a paper crochet bag or oh, or sure. uh, can throw a little peat moss in there to keep it dry yeah so it, th- said, it said store it but don't store it in a plastic bag that no. it doesn't need to breathe exactly and yes. i was wondering okay then my question would be if there's leaves on it would you cut those off and just store the bulb and the roots exactly yeah i'd probably go ahead and um was it a bulb when you planted it or was it a, a plant yeah, that already yeah. had leaves on it it, 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 it was a bulb and okay, so the first time I tried it, I thought, oh, that'd be absolutely great for the uh, for my deck. What's and, it look like uh, now? Um, pardon? What's it look like now? Do you have quite it, a few leaves on it? It just now began to get roots, and there is a leaf on it. It's <laughs> I, It was sometime two months ago or so that I planted it, and it is just now beginning to show signs of life. It sounds like you might have been a little bit on the early edge if it was a couple months ago, <clears throat> considering the spring that we had. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I would just enjoy it this summer, continue, let it do its thing. And then probably at some point this fall, I would just start to back off on the watering a little bit. Uh, you can go through some cool evenings. Don't give it the Marianne Metz treatment where you let it go through <laughs> super cool, like as in frost or freezing or high teens. But <clears throat> I think if you can let it go through the 40s or even the high 30s and let it shut down kind of on its own, at some point in time, if it's not happening fast enough, you could dig it up, maybe leave the the leaves and the stems on there for a week or two, kind of leave it on its side, out of the direct sun, let it dry out. continue to dry out. Yep. And at that point, clean it up like Marianne suggested, knock the soil off of it. Cut uh, the leaves off. Yeah, don't wash it, but just you know keep it dry clean. And then... Uh, like John was saying, just paper bag it, store it. If you had a crawl space or a basement that was cool, it would be a great place for it. Yep. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I've got one more question. Okay. I'm the fellow that has called you a couple times about the trees that I don't want growing where they're growing. I want to transplant them. And you said, oh, put them in a tub until you can. Um, oh, yeah, that you've been meaning to do this for years and it just hasn't worked out. But yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Not trying to rub and it in. every time I would go out, I thought, I got a tub. And I thought, okay. <laughs> and about the time it would dry out, it poured rain. So I got oh, yeah. nothing but mud. Yeah. Of course, down below right now is flooded. So <laughs> is it too late now to transplant the trees into a tub and just leave them through the uh, summer? Probably. Okay. Well, uh, one of these days, I'm going to call you and say, hey, I Guess transplanted what? those trees. They're four <laughs> foot tall, down below in the floodplain, covered in water. Yay. But I'm going to do it. I'll get it done. Yay. It's nothing like determination. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. Thank you for your time and trouble and uh, the information. Well, not a problem. Oh, Thanks for I'm calling also in. The one that call, I'm, I'm also the one that called and said, you need an hour or two hour of program, not just uh, not 45 minutes. And I still say that. You need right. to be on for at least two hours. 
Well, we're Thanks, working Jim. on that. I'll Thanks, talk, Jim. I'll talk, <laughs> talk, cool. talk to you later. Bye. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go back to the phones where Nina in Savoy has been waiting so patiently. Thank you for your patience, Nina. Sure. Um, and I'm not sure if this is a question for you, but um, when my husband and I have been uh, taking walks in our neighborhood, there seems to be tons of moss, but just basically around the basswood trees. And I'm wondering if you know what ca- is causing that or? Basswood, is that what you called it? Yes, a basswood tree. Basswood tree. I'm wondering if that's what I have in my yard. Are you talking about on the ground or on the tree itself? They're, they're um, when you walk by, they just start swarming, kind of. Um, they seem to be into the tree itself. I mean, where wherever these trees are, they... And you go a little further, and there's other trees, and the moths aren't around there that is so strange because i know uh, my husband actually noticed it first we have this large tree uh, out on a the side corner of our yard and um it's not basswood okay i'm showing marianne a photo of it right now um of this particular tree but yes i scott and myself noticed that there are moths just going crazy in this one tree well it's it's in the tree in the tree you can see them flying in and out and all the way up to maybe 20, 30 feet up even. Little tiny moths? Yeah, all sorts of moths. All sorts? No. Huh. Maybe they just all like the flowers. Because it looks like some full bloom. What, can you tell what this particular tree is? I don't know. Uh, you guys are hijacking her uh, question. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we are. <laughs> no. Good There's, point. No, so, I just, um, I, I'm fairly certain it's a basswood. I, I moved from Minnesota, and we had a basswood tree out in front of at least that's what i told was told it was um and bees like it um their nectar and that um from the basswood trees but um i've never seen moths around them and this year it's just it's um affecting you when you walk i mean sure they just swarm. Yeah, I'm. I'm not familiar with uh, a relationship with a moth, a moth and a basswood or, or a linden tree. Yeah. tree. Yeah. I have had uh, a person call uh, this week about a lot of moths in her yard, uh, which she didn't uh-huh. remember ever having. Uh, there. Apparently, there was a, a, a television uh, report about a, a lot of small moths uh, being around in gardens, and they identified it as an army worm moth, which army typically, worm moth. yeah, army worm moth, moth, okay. um, okay. and, and uh, it, it's a small kind of beige moth, um, lots of them flying out of vegetable gardens and um, ornamental gardens and grass. And um, I, I'm guessing the heat has brought out a larger infestation of them. But it's possible. Uh, I just read a little snippet about that article that or that was on, yes. on television. Uh-huh. Uh, and it, according to entomologists, it would be more harmful to farm crops. Farm crops, yeah. 
as opposed to ornamentals. Yeah. Corn and soybeans. So it it doesn't really, uh, apparently, and I, I don't think I've had the problem. This is and this caller or the the person, the customer that called Karen called last week and or a couple of days ago, and she is also a neighbor of mine, a, a block or so away. And I thought, well, it'll be everywhere then if it's in the neighborhood. So I, I just kind of walked around my garden. I didn't see any, but that doesn't mean anything. I probably didn't walk enough because it was too hot. <laughs> so so if I <laughs> if I did have a, a linden tree and I was concerned about a bunch of moths being around it. I think I'd just probably scout it and keep my eyes open for any possible caterpillar damage sure. that might happen. So whether it's a tent caterpillar moth or whether it's some other moth, I, I don't know. But I'd just keep my eyes open for it. And then if I started to see some chewing or some damage, then I would decide whether I want to try and treat with a bacillus or gensis type product or something else. Yeah. And then the challenge would be like in any shade tree of any size, can I apply, if I choose to apply a chemical, can I apply safely and up exactly. the size of the tree or do I have to get professional help? Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and odds are if it's a full-size mature tree, if it is a caterpillar of some sorts, they're going to cause damage, but they're not going to cause a death type damage. They're going to just... Oh, okay. Uh, eat a bunch of the leaves and make the tree not look as attractive as you'd like. Um, did you enjoy the lindens when they were flowering a couple weeks ago? Did you notice that? Um, actually, I was in Minnesota. At the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So you were enjoying My Minnesota. Grand, That's all right. My grandchild is up there. so. I think you, so, you, uh, made the you got your priorities right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. So. so so what was it like gardening in Minnesota? Was it? Sure. Did yeah. Yeah. I know how we feel down here in the spring sometimes. I can't imagine uh, oh, seriously, not, yeah. not seriously being able to get out until closer to Memorial Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Yeah. Every every place has its own advantages and disadvantages. And, boy, but talk about beautiful and talk about being able to garden until 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Because you got some sun still. Yeah. Oh, that could be yeah. that could that That's could be a disadvantage nice though. Actually, you just have to keep those sparrow-sized mosquitoes from carrying you away. But it, but it's beautiful up there. Exactly, it is. It is absolutely yeah. beautiful. Nina's thinking, well, you lived in Minnesota, Steve. <laughs> hey, if you're portaging, you got to keep your mouth closed. Ooh. Uh, Any other questions, for Nina? No, that that, that's it for today. I thank you so much. Oh, thank, thank you, you for calling in. Okay. 356-9397. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. So, Oh, Marianne, yes. I just wanted to say yes. uh, I, I know you got to talk to Karen a couple times this week, and yeah. I had the pleasure last week. I just wanted to say thanks for the sweet tea. Oh, <laughs> that was really nice of her. It was. That was yeah. very sweet. Because it was really a hot day. Hydration is really important in this kind of weather. If if you're coming out to Prairie Gardens and you want to take care of John, (laughs) any non-alcoholic drinks that would keep him cool and hydrated are are welcome. You're no fun. I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, that that was really sweet. I I always appreciate people telling me the problems that or things that they're having going on in their yard. And, And that moth thing, it's like, where are all these moths coming from? Then I... Like that very evening, my next-door neighbor said, well, I've got all these moths in my window. But it's a different kind of moth that she was talking about. So maybe the hot weather has just brought out a lot of critters. I don't know. I can't imagine why. They were smart. They'd stay where they are. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry. Don't they know that they are bugging us? Seriously. That's why we yeah. call them bugs. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so a quick reminder again that uh, that they have some terrific uh, Independence Day plates, napkins, platters, uh, trays, an assortment of planters, you name it. You can come on out and uh, get some terrific deals on all of those. I love the $1.97 for a bunch of uh, Independence Day platters. Yeah, those are awesome. Those, those are great. Did yes. you say you were having uh, a get-together that we were coming to this year? Did I say that? A couple weeks ago. Yeah, I thought, I thought you did. Oops, she oh, forgot already. Is that when you guys were going to bring me uh, a whole bunch of annuals? and? Oh, wow. Well, she turned it around on you, didn't wow. she? <laughs> right there, right there. Yeah. Oh, before I forget, Steve, you were talking about uh, long hours in Minnesota for gardening. I, I used to have uh, customers in in Alaska when I was in the mail order business. Wow. But man, you have a very short gardening season. You know, it's weeks, in weeks. Um, but you're, you're gardening 24 hours a day practically. Wow. So it's a whole different concept in, in working outdoors. <laughs> yeah, so you, you wouldn't mind gardening up there for four weeks i don't know about that <laughs> let's go back to the I, I guess when you have those sleepless nights it's something else to do right <laughs> i i suppose so when the aurora borealis is keeping you up sure. is that the problem yeah oh, right right <laughs> back to the phones chris in ivesdale is waiting patiently good morning chris hi it's trish i just wanted to um, chime in on the linden tree we have a great big one out here in the country and this year we have more blooms than we have in the last two years. I don't know why. It's full of the little moths that you were talking about. There's just thousands oh. upon thousands of them. And um, the birds are feasting. So Yay. it's highly birds. to watch 50 sparrows and a bunch of grackles and everybody else. They zoom into the tree and the moths explode out and then the birds come out and they grab more moths. Yay! Uh, I like it. That's yeah, cool. fabulous. It is. It's very cool. Uh, the only drawback is that the last time that we saw this tree bloom this much, it was promptly decimated by the Japanese beetle shortly uh, after the moth cycle. And I heard briefly that you had mentioned some sort of product. Now, I don't know if there's something systemically we can put around the base of the tree that might help keep it from being wiped out by the Japanese beetle because this tree is huge you can't possibly spray it I mean it's you know yeah no, nothing this late in the season for this year Trish okay. It, okay. you could get you could not get the insecticide to translocate up into the into the tree would it be uh, a good preventative just to go ahead and put something down now because next year we may see the same thing if I was going to treat I would consider treating this fall Okay. And then you just have to kind of weigh um, whether or not it's the – that insecticide's not real bee-friendly. And so oh, since true. since the linden tree is going to be attracting a lot of bees, you yeah, just kind of sure. have to weigh that, maybe do a little research, and you see what you think is best for you when okay. it comes to that. Um, All right. Well, thank but, you. Yeah. And I, I guess I was going to ask Trish. There was a follow-up, unless she's hung up already. If the moths were if the moths were only there while it's flowering, have you noticed this before? Uh, we've seen this happen before when this tree was in bloom. Okay. So it's it's my understanding, and you mentioned that the moth. I can't remember the name of it now. The moth itself comes to the linden tree to get the nectar from the little tiny flowers, and then they move on to crops, uh, right. wheat and oats and 
and seed crops, and that's where they lay their eggs, and that's what does the damage to the farm field. Yeah. So the moth, as my, as my understanding from the research we've done, it really doesn't hurt the tree at all. They're just here to feed, and the birds, of course, are making uh, the most out of it. Yay, birds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So well, I, that's what I, I'm just assume that the lindens had done, been done blooming, but out in the country, you're probably another week or so behind or 10 days behind. Um, probably. And, uh, yeah, because we're out in the wide open and lots of wind and everything else. So, yeah, oh, I sure. think we're a little behind the, behind the draw. Thank you. Thank you, Trish. Thanks That's for calling in. Hey, lots of color, Tamara. Great info. Echinacea is a huge group on sale at 30% off. A huge group of Coreopsis, perennial Coreopsis, on sale for 40 off. Great group of Hostas, some of my favorites, are on sale at 30 off. Butterfly weed at 9.97 and 5.97 on sale. Combo planters, hanging baskets at 25 off. Oh yeah. Yep. So if it's too hot for you to garden, come out and shop some color. Sounds great. All right. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with Mary Ann Metz, John Wise Garver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. A special thanks to our executive producer, Blake Landa. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana. And have a wonderful Father's Day weekend.